When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. I'm Charles Commons and I'm here with Danny Brothers, Neil Edgerton and Chessie Coleman. Say hello guys, how are you? Hey. Hello, how are you? Hello. Thank you, Danny. Charles, hello. I I do like it when you all do as you're told, especially when Neil does it to the letter. Neil's on the pod. Neil's on the the pod. (laughs) <laughs> do enjoy it do enjoy it yeah. uh okay coming up today uh lots to talk about everybody we've got a game which happened to be a defeat we've got mm-hmm. a, a new signing and uh yeah other things as well so lots to come today let's get straight in when let's talk about stockport two cobblers nil that makes it three defeats in the last four now which isn't very good. Um, what went wrong for us this week? Do you think? And I will start with Neil. Uh, they <laughs> scored two, and we scored none, Charles. Charles, <laughs> love it. Be- before we get point. there, can we talk pre-match? Can I talk pre-match yeah. for a minute, Charles? Um, uh, can. Just because you went to the game, Charles. I did. Yeah. 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 How did you get there? It. From the from the train station. Just just. How did I get from, oh, from the train station? I yeah. walked. Did you? Well, I walked into the, I walked out of the train station and into yeah. town. I thought you said you got a certain mode of transport. I well, I did. Well, yes, uh, I didn't <laughs> get it. I didn't, I didn't get it, but somebody else got it, and I popped myself in. Oh, uh, did you? Out, it was a rather large Uber. Oh, there you go. It's back. The Uber's back. So yeah, there you go. You also had an interesting journey home, didn't you, mate? Oh yeah, I, uh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. Let's well, let's, let's, let's discuss it. Why? <laughs> I, fell, I fell over. I hurt my knee. Was it alcohol-related? 
Probably, yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Probably alcohol-related. Too many was... injuries, Charles, that even you're getting yeah. injured. <laughs> <Charles. Charles. laughs> even I'm going down, yeah. Like a sack of that. Sausages. Uh, yeah, exactly. But... So, um wasn't fun. wasn't fun. But I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. all good. I, I got swear. home. And, uh, yeah, so here I am. Would you Again. pass a fitness test, pre-game fitness test? Well, I went out for a run this afternoon, so yeah, I think so. That's a yes, you're fine. We just yeah. need to clarify that Charles's runs consist of marathons. He's that good at running. Like, it's not just a little jolly in the park. You're a proper good runner. <laughs> well, I do think that he just runs around his garden. Yeah, I do. Back, back, backyard marathons. Yeah, yeah. It. It's brilliant. 700 times around the garden. <laughs> Yeah, on my garden, that would be like a million times probably to make a marathon. It's tiny. Uh, Anyway, right, come on, let's get into the game. Um, Wasn't particularly uh, great. It's weird because, so being there, which which, by the way, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed going to the game. Woohoo, everybody cheers. Good. is happy that I'm happy. Um, It was nice to be back at Stockport. It's been like 11 or 12 years or something. Nobody has ever said that before, Charles. Hey, look, (laughs) do you know what? It's actually, it's a proper football stadium. I know, I know, I know, you know, we, we, we say these things and I'm not like any kind of football hipster, but it, but it is a nice, it's a nice stadium and, um, you know, lots of, I don't know what the attendance actually was. If any of you do, then let me know. But, uh, there were, there were lots of fans there, lots of Cobblers fans there. It was a really good afternoon and it, it was just enjoyable to be at the game. Um, although the result obviously wasn't what we wanted. But at the time, watching the game, I kind of felt like, oh, we're never going to score. It felt like it was that kind of day that essentially we had nothing in attack. But having watched back the actual highlights, uh, the extended highlights on iFollow today, um, we had some really good chances, or when I say we, Sam Hoskins had some great chances to score. So I don't think necessarily my view at the actual time was a fair reflection necessarily. You guys obviously were watching uh, or have seen it, you know, on the TV since. Um, what were your thoughts at the time? Were you thinking that we weren't, we just weren't going to make it? Or how, how did you see the game? Cheap goals cheap goals and a real lack of uh, urgency in defence cost us and the inability to uh, adapt and change that chance ratio to goal ratio. That's our downfall. That That's it. If I, I could count probably four or five half, if not okay chances before they score that we mm-hmm. have just not been clinical enough. And yet as soon as they do it, straight at the other end, score, no problem. And I think we're in quite a, we're on quite dangerous ground at the moment because I think we're lured in this fact that we're the league's top scorers, and whether they are still now, but we're league top scorers um, and that Sam Hoskins has got the most goals in the league. Yes, he has. And yes, we are. But alarmingly in the last 10 games, look at that and tell me whether that's... Um, of a complete version of the season or whether that's the first third first half of the season because for me we've fallen off a massive cliff and it's a concern and it needs to change because if it doesn't change we'll we will not go up Mm, yeah I I, I think that's uh, 
uh, a fair summation. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about the rest of it and what it all means uh, a little bit later. Um, just with this game, obviously, we, we go into it and there was bad news um, straight away before kickoff. Um, John Guthrie out with an illness. Um, he was there, though, out. He was there, yeah. So uh, there was a picture of him having a nice natter with Fraser Horsfall. Um, so we'll be honest, I yeah, maybe he had the shits. Maybe, <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. Who knows? I was just thinking, um, it obviously can't have been like a massive. It was the morning of, wasn't it? Like the morning of the game. It's, can't be like a contagious one. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. I've got you. So because he was there, you think it maybe it happened like it, it transpired that he wasn't well on the journey there as opposed to... That would make sense. Right? He woke up in the morning feeling bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, was, I feel like if, if he's woken up in the morning feeling bad, though, he's still... Well, no, would you, though? Would you get on a coach? It depends but whether it, we've travelled feels... on the day of the game or stayed it's overnight. True. It's true. Fraser's been in the hotel, hasn't he? Slipping something into his... Do you think? Meat pie on Friday night. Maybe yeah. they should have uh, stayed in that that hotel that Southampton fresh, stayed at in Liverpool. Three pre-match meals and meat pie. <laughs> ah, very good, Charles. <laughs> very good, Charles. Thank you. Thank you. Have you seen that, by the way? The TripAdvisor review, Southampton Football Club left about brilliant. the hotel in Liverpool. No. Brilliant. Apparently, Everton fans tried to wake them up in the middle of the night with uh, you know fireworks, setting fireworks off outside the hotel and stuff. And in retaliation, Southampton left a TripAdvisor review for the hotel basically lauding its triple glazing and saying how, uh, you know, it was so peaceful, you could have been setting off fireworks outside and we wouldn't have noticed. It was like, <laughs> uh, very good. I enjoyed it. Hats off to uh, Southampton's media team for that one, definitely. Um, yeah, so with with Guthrie out um, and Burge out as well, and it would seem that Burge is going to be out for at least a little while um, because we've signed a new player. Uh, Tom King. We'll talk a little bit more about him later on, but he obviously came in along with Max Dyche in defence and then Jack Sowby and, and Louis Apere were back in the side. Um, I I thought we'd talk about Max Dyche because quite a few Cobblers fans have been really looking to get him in the team and have wanted him. You know, he's what, 19 now? Maybe 20 actually. Uh People wanting him to start kicking on a little bit, get get a chance. Well, he's got it. How do you think he fared on his full league debut for the Cobblers, Danny? I, I don't. I haven't seen the whole game, so I've only little seen the extended highlights this week. So, so I'll have to refer to some defer to someone who's watched it <laughs> second Fair week enough. in a row. <laughs> slacking. He is slacking. Neil, you watched the whole game. I take it. I did. Oh well. Turned it off after about 70 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't blame you. Really. But I watched until then. I thought Dyche did all right. Look, he's going to look a bit shaky in places and he's going to look a bit unpolished, but I certainly didn't watch it and think, oh, he's a liability or anything. I thought he was relatively solid. He was caught out a couple of times here or there, but you're going to get that. Um, but I'd, if that had been a lone player that we'd signed, say, and, and that was his first start and stuff, you'd probably think, no, oh, he's all right. Okay. Probably just losing, losing Guthrie and on mm-hmm. the on the morning or whatever doesn't help, does it? When you lose your no, captain, and a new keeper. Already, new keeper, you've already you've 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 already lost your keeper. That's a blow in itself. You you lose someone like Guthrie. I think Sharon's gone off during the game as well, and it just, it just can't help the, the central defensive like organisation and stuff. It can't help at all, can it? I think if he'd have been playing alongside Guthrie, yeah. there might have been a you know slightly different. 
not necessarily outcome for the whole game necessarily, but I, I think, you know, having that bit more of experience. Because, I mean, Sherring's only about 22, isn't he? He's young. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I did. I don't know whether I'm being really harsh here, but I, I think we have to sort of put a little bit of, uh, not necessarily blame, but the first goal for Stockport, I mean, it's so easy, but I think it does start with essentially Max Dyche not being out of position, but he goes to challenge, is it Madden in the air? And he he, he gets nowhere really near that, you know, that header. Um, So he then becomes out of position and is chasing the ball back essentially. And and then they, you know, do lots of little passes across the box, which is then fired in home by Sarsovic in the end. Um, for the opener, is that is that fair to? I don't I don't want to say blame Dyche for it, but do you think he could have done better there, Jeffy? Uh, well, yes, but I do think that they don't deal with anything in their penalty area at all, so it's really difficult to judge because if you compare when we go toward an attack. In our penalty area, it never really looks like it's going to come of much. Yet they go up the other end and immediately, you know, you're in real trouble. It was like there was great fragility, regardless of whether that's happened previously. There was fragility there. So it and, it, and really that it was walked to the goal. Right. And I, and I, I say that um, figuratively, it wasn't. But in terms of. You knew what was going to happen. There was no real standoff. There was no one really pressurizing them. It was. It just ended up in the back of the net because nobody m- put a mark on him at all. Yeah, whether it was I mean, him or not. Yeah, I mean, Sarsovic was just unmarked, wasn't he? Um, at the end of it, I, I think maybe it was because Dyche was out of position. Sharon came over, uh, and then McGowan came over as well, and that just left the right side of our penalty area exposed and and that's essentially where Sarsovic then has the uh, the time all the time in the world to fire it home um and but I the do thing agree is, Charles, how many hmm. times how many times have we done it how how many times are we sit here how many times do, do I have to sit here and say oh we're we just don't score and then they go up the other end and make it look really easy and and it it was Dyche on Saturday that let the bloke free, but you could say that about six or seven of the goals that we've conceded in the last month or so. Mm. Someone loses it in midfield or near enough midfield. They run down the other end and everyone's like, Woo! I don't know what to do, apart from actually <laughs> doing their job. We're, we're falling like, just Mark them. Mark them, put, put a foot on them and go. We've fallen into that situation of looking, looking good but not getting the results and everyone's saying, well, we, you know, we played well and we were unlucky. It's become a, a theme and, oh, well, we created loads of chances. If we just took our chances. We'd have won. That's now become a common theme. It, what was it? Swindon? Or was it similar? Mm-hmm. Almost every game really. And it's, it's now a concern for me. There was, I think Jake Sharp, bless his little soul, tweeted something about it <laughs> a, a, a month or so ago. And we said then it's not a concern at the moment, but if this continues like this, then it is a theme, and it is, become, and that's where we're at now. This, this is, but like you can dress it up, and you can say, yeah, but you know, we've got a load of injuries. Every team has injuries. You can dress it up and say, you know, we had a really good start to the season. We have, 
but it slipped off. There's a stat flying around, isn't there, where, what was it, um, first 11 games with 1-8, drawn 2, lost 1, last 15 with 1-5, drawn 5, lost 5. That's bang average. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, we're third in it's the table. It's mid-table if it's the other way around, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know, you, you can't moan too much because we're third, but ultimately we want to get promoted. See, that, that, that's moan. it. Yeah, you can moan, I think. I think that's that's absolutely fair. Um, I mean, I, I, the game for me just felt like... I, I, I agree with what you're saying, Chesley, about the fact that it, it, it did feel like whenever Stockport came forward, we were in trouble and that there was a real threat to us conceding. Whereas when we went forward, it felt like... I don't know, maybe this was from the vantage point. I was behind the goal. So you're looking, you know, down along the field. And in and, and the first half, we're shooting at, at, you know, the other end of the pitch. But it, it, it didn't feel very quick. None of the attacks felt like at the time that they were, uh, you know, zippy in terms of the ball wasn't <laughs> flying. Was um, it bungle? <laughs> it was definitely a bit more bungle, a bit more laboured. Um, whereas, whereas Stockport were trying to you know do us for pace and 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 that was how they were they were going about it it felt very labored now you know I, I said I watched the highlights back to sort of try and see whether I was being fair but um the the chances that we had you know they were good chances but again they almost came out of nowhere um the one that Hoskins having has in the second half where Mitch Pinnock kind of lofts the ball over, lifts it, doesn't he, over the defender for Sam to run on and, and hit it on the half volley. Um, I mean, it's a lovely bit of play that just happens out of nothing. But I, I'd argue we've been doing that all season, though. They've just been going in before. Yeah. Like, we've never been storming teams and winning 5-6-0 and take, you know, peppering the opposition's goals, have we? It's always been a, like choose-your-moment kind of attack, which is great when it works. But when it doesn't, you kind of notice it more. But I feel like we have been doing that all season. It's you pick your time to break, you pick your time to counterattack. And I do think we've got some good footballers in there that have done a lot more than last season's team did in terms of like the attacking patterns and stuff that we we talked about about this time last year that we just weren't having. Like we were getting it forward and nothing was happening. I feel like we got better at that this season. Um, but I don't think it's changed too much in the last month in terms of what we've done, what like how we're creating those chances. Hmm. I, I I wonder whether we need, you know, fresh blood, fresh blood, get them in to get in and 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 to maybe give us a little bit more of an impetus in attack. And it, you know, I, I do think it's a both boxes issue. Um, yeah. You know, we we struggled defensively and we struggled inside the attacking box, finishing the chances. We basically clinical is maybe the word of the game, or we weren't clinical enough at either end, mm. and that's where we've we've maybe lost the game. Um, I mean, I felt a bit sorry for Jack Salby gets that own goal given against him because that, that ball is going wide, right? If if Salby doesn't touch it, the ball just goes wide or I imagine King just picks it up fairly comfortably and it's still 1-0 and we could then potentially go on. But it, that goal, not only because it was their second one and therefore it made it 2-0, but also because of the fact of how it goes in I think that really deflated us. Um, I'm going to presume... Well, don't let it happen then. It's simple, isn't it? Football's a really simple game. And I think we've lost the simplicity of it. 
because we're not doing the real basics. We're not scoring in terms of the amount of chances we're getting and we're not defending really simple stuff. That shouldn't have been in the net. No way at all. It shouldn't have been in the net. It should have been dealt with. It wasn't. Jack Sowerby will not miss a chance to pass the ball backwards, Jeffy. He's, if he's got a chance, he'll do it. He just happens to go in the net. <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry, Jack. Uh, I like that. Do you want to know something I've just picked out of thin air? Oh, go on. Go. Is it a fly? Um, the 19th of, I think I've got this right. The 19th of November against Bradford was the last time we, uh, when that we haven't, if it's not been nil-nil, that we haven't conceded before we've scored. Apart from Orient, because we won that one nil, which is a concern. So we've gone behind in be, every other game. Is that what yeah, you're telling we're me? We're supposed right. to, yeah, we're supposed to be like the bee's knees of the of the League Two because the three of us that are in the automatic promotion places, everyone else is looking to be like. That isn't what everyone else is looking to be like, right? And I know I'm being overly harsh and overly critical here, but I think Neil's right in what he says about being concerned. We have to address this. This has got to stop. It's infuriating. Okay. Yeah, I I, I agree. Well, um, we'll 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 take a quick break, and uh, we'll pick that up again in a second. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Enjoy what we do here on It's All Cobblers to Me. You can get more from us on Patreon. Every week we bring you a roundup of the latest League Two news and results on our bonus podcast, The Basement Tales. Do you go, often go fishing at swimming pools? Or transfer windows open? I think literally um, the only people that really know that it's done it is uh, Gillingham. Here are Cobbler's Chats episodes with former players before anyone else. Ball goes over my head, I stumble, Bazza comes out, goes round him, I try and get round Baz, fall over Baz, ball goes in the net. And join our community chat group on Slack. To get all that and support the making of the podcast, head over to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Welcome back to part two. So after that loss to Stockport, the gap, well, from, you know, where we are to fourth place is now four points. Uh, Carlisle have 42 points and a game in hand on us, which is against Hartlepool next Tuesday. Come on, Keith. Um, <laughs> Come on, Keith. <laughs> He's playing his old club, so he should be all right. He normally gets three points against oh, his that, old team. That's teams. a good point. Yeah, that is a good I point. I know. How worried are you, though? I mean, it's not just Carlisle, is it, that are, that are chasing us down now? Um, there's an awful lot of teams 
from about 14th upwards that are all fighting for for promotion whether it be you know automatic or playoff spots at the moment are, are you i remember last week i was saying saying how jittery i was anybody else joined me on the jitterbug this week <laughs> oh yeah i'm past jittery oh i'm still I'm not jittery oh danny you have such incredible not. faith in this football team i don't know how you do it i'm not jittery yet what's the opposite of jittery not Neil. Jattery. Neil is the opposite of Jittery. Optimistic. <laughs> no, Neil is, Neil is oh, no, Captain sorry. Jittery, isn't he? Yeah, yeah sorry. No, I am Captain Jittery. Captain Jittery. Captain Jittery. Captain Jittery. of Jittery. So Danny is... It's optimistic, Danny. Optimistic. Danny is Mr. Stoner. He's that chill. Cool, cool <laughs> calm, relaxed, laid back is what it says here. Oh, yeah. You're the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. I, I think it's inevitable. Inevitable? Yeah, I... It's we're in that place, right? Because the teams below us, Salford have look, they've signed Callum Morton, and I know he didn't set the world alight. Fleetwood and uh, you were slating him the other day. I was, um, but League Two is different, right? And Stockport are splashing some money as well. They're starting to get moving and stuff. There's some good big teams coming up, and and I know it's only the the what the fifteenth, sixteenth of January. 17th if you listen to this on Tuesday um, <laughs> but with what we've signed a goalkeeper which was a, a need and a must because Burge is injured mm. and, and we discussed this I think on WhatsApp didn't we uh, that do you remember when we won the league under Chris Watt? that January we made some smart moves and we, we strengthened when on the face of it we perhaps didn't necessarily need to um, we were doing well. We were, you know, we were in control of things and stuff. But we we solidified and we we moved forward further. We're in danger of a. We're in that situation now. We're in sort of the jittery situation where they've been on about looking upwards. They've got to stop looking upwards now, I think, and be looking downwards and you know trying to keep the wolves at bay. Not actually wolves. Um, <laughs> and I think the the only way to do it is bring in some some fresh blood. I mean, the, the squad's thin because of injuries and stuff. That is why you have a squad. And I think what this has shown is that the squad players probably aren't good enough. I think when everyone's fit, the first eleven is more than good enough to finish in the top three when everybody's fit. Um. So yeah, my my concern, I think. Look, if we don't bring in a few players, and I know we will do, um, but we've got to bring in the right players and good players, we'll get caught and we'll get past and we'll at best end up in the playoffs. At best. I think I'd rather be in the position, and I hate to use these as an example, but it's a perfect example because it happens quite regularly to them, particularly in League Two. Um, Bristol Rovers in the past, on several occasions in the season, have been absolutely nowhere now. Nowhere at all. I mean, this time last year, they were, what, in a serious relegation battle. I think they were just off the back of that, potentially. Hmm. Now, Sean said to me, and I agreed this time last year, they're going to get to the, they're going to get to the playoffs. They'll get to the playoffs. And it was like, we were so confident of that for somebody else, because I would rather see us build right up, invest well in January and then push on towards the end of the season. There's a real mismatch here, because if you, Go all out at the beginning. That's brilliant, but you have to be sustainable. And we can now see that this has not been sustainable. Now, you can argue, 
that injuries have absolutely crippled us. COVID in October, November crippled us. But like Neil said, that's the same for every squad in terms of there will always be people that are injured. So if we're going to do this, and if we're going to go with this really good philosophy of football, with this management style, they have to be able to, to, uh, to sustain. They have to be. Otherwise, it's futile. Absolutely futile. It happened last year, not because of our fault, really, but it happened last year. And we were the creators of our own downfall on many respects. So if we're going to do it, do it properly. Don't just... It's unsustainable if you're not going to build properly in January or you're not going to have someone that can score properly. It's basics. Is it is it fair, though, that for us to, you know, for all we know, because we're not in the know, you know, for all we know, they are trying. And, you know, it's, sure it's just, you know, just a case of, well, we've not managed to get a deal over the line yet. You know, I, I, you know, we're talking about this. It is still middle of January. There is still the second half of the month to go before the window closes. So there's still plenty of time. I saw somebody say on the internet um, last week before the Stockport game, uh, I think it was, and they were saying about how, you know, because we've not signed anyone by now, all we're going to be left with is a, you know, basically rushed through deals come the end of the you know, the window deals that are just being done just to try and get people in rather than necessarily it be the right people. And I read it and I just thought to myself that I don't know how fair that is because you could spend all, all you know, and, and it won't, it's not like January the 1st comes around and all of a sudden, you know, teams, clubs start going, oh, right, who do we need? You know, deals would have been started working on probably, you know, two, maybe three months earlier. You know, potentially even before the season started, right? Well, that's it. So, I mean, it may well be that it's just a simple case of, well, you, you know, you've got to be patient. You've got to look to try and get the people that you want to get in and, and do those right deals. I don't think it's necessarily a case that just because we haven't signed anyone, you know, because let's be honest, if, if Burge hadn't got injured, Tom King wouldn't have been signed. So the only reason he's that's happened is because of the injury. Um because we haven't signed anyone yet, that doesn't mean that we're not going to or that we're not trying to. I get it, it's frustrating because you're at the moment we're watching, aren't we? All of these other teams in League Two. There's been some massive transfers in the last, you know, couple of weeks. You mentioned Callum Morton going to Salford. Um, I think that was announced on Friday. Jamil Matt has signed. Um, where's he gone, Danny? Sorry. Um, Who's sorry? Jamil Matt. Jamil Matt. He um, went. To someone in someone. we've just been talking about it. Walsall, literally, just we have. Walsall. That's it. Walsall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's gone to Walsall. Um, Gillingham have, have signed lots of players, haven't they? Including if I Tom was Nichols. a betting woman, I'd put a ten. I'm not a better woman, but if I was, I'd put a tenner on Gillingham being in the playoffs. And that's not a joke. I'm deadly serious. <laughs> that's wowzers. It's like they've 23 points behind at the minute. They they literally, they have just (laughs) bought the entire league. (laughs) Just chuck it on on and see what happens. This isn't isn't even a, um, oh, I think, you know, I think they might sneak in. It's literally going out the way to place a bet on Gillingham to get the players. (laughs) Oh, I don't. It's probably not even mathematically possible. (laughs) I just think it is mental that they have bought the league. (laughs) They've bought literally the league. I keep it's, looking at it like, 
is there anyone else that they can buy? Like, have they just bought an entire set of football players from the entire league? They've got like 406 players just milling about in their training room. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, Charles, can I pick you up on your, your transfer point? Of course you can. You might well be right. There might be looking. I'm sure they're trying. I'm sure there's money available and all this sort of stuff. And yes, there's still two weeks left and all that sort of thing and stuff. But we're losing games. Mm. We're losing points. People are gaining ground on us. And I get that some deals take longer than others and stuff and that. For me, and, and look, you're going to get the argument from the club, no doubt about it, that you can't compete with Salford financially, you can't compete with Stockport financially, and you can't compete with Gillingham financially because they've all got a load of money that they're splashing around willy-nilly, if you will, and stuff. I get that. I just have a concern that, I don't know, it feels like we're being a bit left behind. And, I, I, look, I, I feel like the, all the of start... this. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, caveat all of that. We're, we're third. We're in a good position. I just okay. want us to get promoted. And for me, this is where you, this is where you strike almost, if that makes sense. Right, let's reinforce. Let's go again. Let's... And, and actually, mm. some, some new signings probably change and increase the, what's it called, like the feel and, and, and the mood a little bit and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the first half of the season probably hasn't helped us in that respect. Like, if we're sat 10th or 11th, like there's clearly work to do. Isn't there? But we're looking at it, we're thinking a couple of weeks ago, we beat Orient, top of the league, 1-0, seven points clear in third at that point, singing E-I-A-A-I-O all over the place. Too and, early, and, and, and too everything's, early. <laughs> and everything's rosy, everything's fine. You know, maybe we'll get a couple in. A couple of weeks later, after two defeats, we're suddenly like, oh, we need, desperately need people in. Um, so, like I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't blame Brady for looking at it in at the start of January and thinking, you know, let's take our time, let's get the right people in, and let's reinforce in the right area and see, let's see what we need because we've got a little bit of time. We've bought ourselves some time almost, and it's the the recruitment committee and stuff as they are. I don't think it's going to be a case of rush and you know grab what you can. It's no. it's frustrating and it's a hard wait, but uh, you just hope that at the at the end of the month we're going to be. We're going to be decent. We're going to be okay. But you, you talk about all the other clubs. One that I did see this week is Matt Jay going to Colchester from Exeter. That's prime exactly the type of player that I'd want. And it's frustrating when you see that kind of thing happen because we can compete with Colchester. And why a play, how a player like that is moving to Colchester and not us, that's a little bit frustrating to me. You've got to remember, though, that we may not have been interested in him. And this is the thing. Yeah, but I am just Charles. I know you That's are. That's the point again. <laughs> Get him in. We, we do this though, don't we, as fans? We see other players and we go, oh, that'd be great. But actually, yeah. <laughs> you know, that doesn't mean that John Brady or, you know, anybody at the at the actual club were looking at that player and thinking, no, no, it's oh, true. that's it's who true. we want. Um, and, and this is Simpson. the thing. At our level, <laughs> Get him in. at our level, it's, it's not really... Um, it's very rare that we sign somebody and we know an awful lot about them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Danny Hilton is maybe a bit of an exception because of the fact that he was known and he'd gone up the leagues and therefore he'd, he'd had that really good, you know, spell with Luton um, for all that time. In fairness, the ones we have known a bit about have been a bit naff. Yeah, I. exactly. Danny Rose, <laughs> Danny Hilton. Yeah, all the daddies. Um, but to you be know, fair, it's... like no shade on Danny Hilton. You know, he is what he is. He's a footballer that's played at a really high level and has dropped down the leagues. It's not quite worked. I mean, Danny Rose should have been scoring thirty goals a season for us. Yeah, and he didn't. I, 
I mean, this is it, though, isn't it? We we don't know, um, you know, who we're who we're trying to to sign, uh, and, and that's it. I mean, you know, let's move it on and talk about Tom King really quickly. Um, you know, did any of us really know Tom King that well? Because he didn't play for Salford against us last week. That was Alex Cairns who they'd brought in to replace him. Um, you know, he was another one where you look at it and you, we were all a bit worried in the week, weren't we? That uh, that Burge might be out for a little bit of time and therefore, um, you know, do we need a backup keeper or do we need another keeper coming in? Um, clearly, Brady thinks that we do. We still don't know exactly how long. I don't think we know how long Burge is out for. Um, Tom King's come in on a short-term deal, so he's been signed permanently until the end of the season. It's not a loan. Um, firstly, how happy are you with the fact that he's come in? And secondly, what do you think that means for Johnny Maxted? Little Johnny Maxted, do you? Yeah, well, oh, little Johnny yeah, it's a concern, isn't it? For him, oh. anyway. I think, I'd I'd I think he's had a bit of a raw deal from our fans. Well, did you see the dive he did the other week? <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I did, but at the same time, that's the first time he's played in how long? Well, I don't care, because he'll learn how to die okay. if you're a goalkeeper. Okay. Didn't it's like me didn't going into work and not being able to work a chair. <laughs> <laughs> also true, I think. <laughs> well, no comment. I think the, I think the bird situation could be quite damaging. Um, and obviously, I've, you've got to be careful and, and very respectful here. I, I don't want to um, assume that Tom King is going to be an issue because that's not fair at all. We can't just um, view it on 90 minutes. But what I can say, having followed League Two football for many a year, it's a rarity that you get a really solid goalkeeper. And I can probably think of maybe three or four in this league that are really, really good. And I'd say Burge is one of them. And I think the ability to replace him, I think Tom Kim is in a really unenviable position because I think he is under a massive spotlight now because we're used to seeing a really good keeper and one single mistake is going to be magnified. And I think there's going to be a huge amount of pressure there. So I don't envy him at all. No, I, I thought he did quite well, to be fair. I, I, neither neither of the goals against Stockport uh, were his fault. He, the other, you know, uh, the other shot that they had that was from quite far out, he dealt with, um, I, I say comfortably, he made it look harder as a save, I think, than it really was. <laughs> one for the cameras. Um, though, it? it was one for the cameras, <laughs> I thought. But, you know, I thought he was solid in terms of coming for crosses. The way that he was talking to the defence, he's obviously a confident guy in that respect. So that was good. Um, I, I think that he's basically, uh, you know, he was probably, uh, most likely with that signing of Alex Cairns for Salford, realised he wasn't going to get that much of a chance anymore. Um Probably, I think his contract was out at the end of the season anyway with them. And he's basically been given this opportunity. And, and we're probably saying to him, well, look, put yourself in the shop window. You've got, you know, the second half of the season to really do that. And if Burge is out for, you know, the rest of it, which which we don't know if he is, and, and obviously we hope he's not. But then we, we could have at least somebody that's really, really trying to impress to get that next contract, whether it be with us. Um, or, or with a different team for next season. So I, I think hopefully that'll be uh, in our favour, so to mm. speak, with him. Did one against us um, in 
at six foot, didn't he? Played in, played in he goal against us. Six foot. Obviously, playing goal. He didn't play up front. No. <laughs> <laughs> Seem to remember him pulling off a couple of good saves. And he's played, what, 21 times this season already yeah. for them. So it's that position to keep you. You just want someone pretty reliable and you want them to come and be commanding and, and do all that kind of thing. But we're, not, we're never going to replace Birch fully, are we? No. Goodness, so, no. But I just want someone solid, don't you? But do you think that's the end for little Johnny Max said now? Yeah, it looks like it. Then it's it's a shame because I think he's a decent guy. He's is obviously like, you know, he's he's been a good lead two keeper for a long time. But it just doesn't hasn't happened for him. He's been behind really good keepers all the time here, and he probably just needs a move somewhere else just to go and be a number one somewhere and get his confidence back. From what what I can see, so it's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. Um, some other signings did happen in the week um contract renewals or extensions however you want to call it uh for the whole management team john brady colin coldwood mark richards james alger uh all of them got given new rolling contracts um which is good news would you say you guys yeah i'm really happy yeah? with that yep. really happy yep we've been screaming out for continuity and a long-term philosophy at the club and you know I've just sat here for 35 minutes absolutely slating the fact that we're in a bit of trouble in terms of our position which is crazy because we're third but, but, but not once do. have we ever actually said anything about the management needing changing, no not at we? all and I absolutely love it and do you know what I'll if it goes wrong it goes wrong but don't keep sacking managers because it doesn't work and you know if it takes us three years to do, look Coldwood it took us three years to get up to League One and actually if he'd have stayed I think it would have been a very different story mm -hmm. as with Wilder but I think if it takes that long under a good philosophy under a good set of coaches and under a really good set of blokes I have no problem with that whatsoever Yeah, it's a good thing Neil, right? You're happy that, that they're all committed for the future? Yeah, I think so Yeah, I mean someone told us that Coldwood was leaving, wouldn't they? Well, he's not he must be leaving. Signed a new contract. So I think, look, the continuity is in. See what they're trying to do. It's relatively easy to get on board with that and understand what they're trying to do. Yeah, there's some things to tighten up and things to sort out and stuff, but they've done a good job so far. I don't think you can argue that. I think Brady could probably be a bit better with the substitutions at time and stuff, but I think he's getting better slowly and he's learning as well. But I don't think there's anything. I think it's a good thing, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I also like Danny the fact that it's a uh, you know rolling contract rather than like two and a half years. There you go, job done. I think um, I think that's possibly something that benefits the the football club at the same time as benefiting the the guys themselves because you know they've got some security, uh, but the football club also if it really came to the worst, won't be looking at a huge amount of time, you know, to pay off contracts for. Yeah, I guess I think it gives you that reassurance as well if someone comes in for a Brady or whatever. Um, if we go up, someone comes and pounces. Perhaps you still got some time to pay. Yeah, you've got contracts to pay up and stuff. So I think it yeah, works, I mean, it works well for all parties, doesn't it? I mean, I presume it'll be like a year, won't it? So there'll always yeah, yeah, be I would a year. So, yeah on yeah. the, you know, left on the contract, so to speak. Wasn't that what Keith day. had at the end as well? Did Keith have that? Yeah, I think he came in on in on a rolling contract. Maybe he came he? in on one, yeah. Bought, yeah. Yeah, we brought him in when things were pretty rough. And then <laughs> they, it, we gave him a rolling contract to the end of the year. And I think then it, and then we signed on again on a two-year. 
Maybe. Mm. I mean, is there any other way that Keith Curl takes a contract at a club other than when firefighter. it's on its knee? We should yeah. start calling him Firefighter Keith. <laughs> Absolutely. Put him to the backdrop of Fireman <laughs> Sam. <laughs> that would be he great. Needs, he needs a new fire engine at the minute, doesn't he? He certainly does at Hartlepool. Uh, Right, part two done. Meet back here in a couple of minutes for part three. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. <laughs> Time to dip into your post bag, Neil. It's time to read your letters out. But things have changed, so listen out. If you want to write about Northampton Town, you'll need to write this next bit down. Just have a rant, or just some fun, at podcast at cobblers2me.com. No matter if we lose or win, send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. Here we go. We've got one from Neil Chapman, who quite simply asks, why can't Apparay and Hilton play together? I assume you mean a mismatch on the pitch and not... It's like putting putting two different picker mixes in that don't quite benefit each other well. So like if you've got like, you know, those big strawberry tube things and then you put them with something really sour, that doesn't work. But if you put a big strawberry tube in and then you have like a, a cherry one, that works. Perfect. But it doesn't matter. You're picking them out one by one. It does. You? No, it does. It does. I'm really lost. Wow. I, I am it's all, it's all about no the ratio. Um, <laughs> yeah, but surely you're picking them out one at a time. You're not. If you don't want to mix it together, you don't mix it together. If you if you've got like an egg and a heart of Haribo, stick them together, no problem. But if you got it's a heart, it's called and a pick a mix for reason, Danny. Mix. Yeah. The word mix is crucial. You can't have yeah. too much of a mix. But it's because you're mixing it in <laughs> the bag. You're not mixing it in your mouth if you don't want don't, if you, Hold on, Danny. So if you're picking, if you've got a bag of Haribo and you're picking out, you're dipping your hand into your bag of Haribo, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You're pulling out a ring and an egg and a cola bottle. <laughs> yeah. right? yeah. You pulled out those yeah. three. You're yeah. putting them all in at once. Uh, with Haribo, yeah. Yeah, with, Danny. No, yeah, with Haribo. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, boy, yeah, yeah boy, give me a minute. Anyway, with by Haribo, the way, it's not an egg, it's a flying saucer. Well, whatever it is. It's an egg. Is it? It's an egg. It's a flying saucer. Right, anyway, Genuinely, it's a flying saucer. Haribo, not pick and mix. Haribo's a bag of sweets. Pick and mix is right. cinema, right? So if yeah. I'm going to Woolworths, I'm getting oh, pick and mix. Oh, rest in soul. No, rest in peace. God bless Woolworths. That's pick and mix. That's what I mean by pick and You're mix. You're going to pick up a okay. video from Blockbuster on the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blockbuster. Woolworths. White House videos. Oh, yeah. Virgin <laughs> Mega Stores. Go and buy a, buy a CD from Virgin Mega Stores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spinner disc. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Spinner disc is still there. You've ruined it. No, it's not. Spinner disc still exists. I'm sure it, it does. Doesn't. Maybe not in Northampton. There's one in Leicester. Oh, Dennis. Oh, come on. Sorry. Sorry to ruin um, it. Anyway, you. what am I saying? Don't know, really. Um, they can't play together five hours ago. <laughs> because they're not 
they're different sweets. They're different sweets. Sorted. Yeah, it. that's that what I mean. Neil. It's it, a different type of sweet. Is it not a more simple case of we don't play four four two or any other yeah. combination that has two strikers up front? That's yeah, the we, reason we why they don't play together. Is we because can't play we don't play with two strikers. I'd argue that's one of our the... problems actually is that we don't really have. I wouldn't mind us seeing to bringing in a big sweet play up front oh yes a big sweet hey yeah like the yeah, snakes you know the snake yeah, get a snake in snake and yeah bit of fudge and you have to put it at the top you know if you get Figure a cup off. of pick a mix you have to put it at the top so that you can put the rest of the sweets at the bottom squidge no. so you get the most sweets okay yeah get a bit of fudge fudge up front fudge up front I fudge up, hashtag fudge up front come on <laughs> Don't fudge. I actually agree with you. Big, I think the one thing that we're Fudge. probably missing is a target man. Like that's if we have yeah. a target man, yeah. then then we could go. Um, uh, you know, we could potentially then go to two up front Bit when plan it's B. needed. Exactly. It's that's not necessarily that... John yeah, Taylor. I... Yes, that type. Yeah. Paul Wilkinson. Yeah. Tyree uh, Simpson. Charles. Tyree Simpson. You're stop not going to stop going on. That's it's not a target man. Oh, no, Scott no, no, I just threw his name out there. <laughs> uh, anything else in the name. post bag, Neil? Oh yes, yeah, the, the bag's full. Okay. Uh, or from Pickham Cobb. Mm. Uh, dear Neil, when Tom King repeats the wonder goal he scored for Newport for <laughs> against which which opposition would you like him to do it between now and the end of the season? Barrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can, can we explain what the wonder goal is? Because I, I I'm not 100 percent booted it, didn't he? He booted, booted it. it. He booted it, it and it bounced in from his, when from his own this? box. Uh, I don't know, Charles. Okay, good. I didn't ask <laughs> the question. Okay, fair enough. Scored a goal uh, against us, Charles. Hmm. I'll go Mansfield. Against us? Oh, yes. That'd be beautiful. Oh, Mansfield. This Saturday. This mm-hmm. Saturday. Talking of Mansfield, the next mm-hmm. question is related to them. Okay, go on. It's from Tim Head. Hi, Tim. Go on, Tim. Go on, Tim Head. Uh, if we lose okay. to Mansfield, is it time to write off the top two? I've already written it off. I mean, I've written. Oh yeah, it I've already written like the top two off. We are. I mean, you know, we, just we, that line. We, yeah. we spoke about it earlier, didn't we? But I mean, essentially, you know, we beat Orient, and we were like, "Oh, maybe we can catch them. That'd be good, wouldn't it? How how good is this?" Now I'm like that, going, "Look, just let them let them go. They play each other." This I don't weekend. think they're going to though. I think it might be Stevenage. Well, Honestly, like both of them. Because both Orient, of them. Just Orient let them go. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind who it is. But, but we're not going to catch either of them, I don't think. And I don't think we should really be thinking about trying to catch them. We should just be looking to make sure that we don't get caught. And Look, that, basically, that, that sounds a bit defensive, but I, I think that's what we need to do at the moment. What we're saying is, by any means, apart from the playoffs, <laughs> we need to go up. Well, yeah. And that means third. Either get promoted above that line. automatically or finish eighth. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you there. Honestly, I'm with you. I don't want the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, no, come on. No, no. I'm bothered with that nonsense. Anyway. No, I know what you're going to say, Danny, that it's the best way to go up if you go up. But it's also the worst way to not go up. It's agony. It's agony even if you go up. It's, it's great, but it's no, agony. And and there's also that other bit of it, which is that you have, you, you've got less time to prepare for the next season. Oh, come on. Have no, some fun. no I don't I'm not I don't having that. To. Well, you do. Bloody you do. hell. Of course you do. So, yeah, I don't want the playoffs. Third or eighth. That'll, that'll <laughs> Third or eighth. That's me. Third or eighth. Third or eighth. 
Third away. Right, next one. Got one from uh, Malcolm in the middle. Go on, Mal. Mm. Go on, Mal. Mal. Who says, uh, dear Neil, given... Oh, this is an interesting uh, interesting one because of what we've just been talking about. Uh, dear Neil, given our recent erratic form, the cobbler's fairy godmother, Jeffy, has dusted off her wand <laughs> and will grant you one of the following wishes. A guaranteed playoff spot this season or guaranteed automatic promotion next season along with a good FA Cup run. So... What do you fancy? Well, I'll take automatic and FA Cup next season. No brainer. Yeah, me too. I didn't hear whether it was win the playoffs or was it no, just playoffs? No, guaranteed playoff spot. Just guaranteed playoff spot. Oh, that's a no brainer like Neil. Yeah, just automatic, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Next season though. Next season. That's all right. I, 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 presume what, I presume what Malcolm's saying here is that you, you guarantee a playoff spot this season. So therefore, there is still a chance of going go up. up this season. Yeah. So we could go up this season or are you prepared to not go up this season but guarantee that we will next? Yeah. So Perhaps. that will have can been I... another season in League Two next year. Oh, That's okay. A... That's okay. Is it? Yeah, right. How calm would it be yeah. knowing that we're, well, we're going to get all that promotion? So well, that's <laughs> beat up while we're watching you say, it. Also, you say, right, like you get into the FA Cup fourth round. We could have beaten three knobbers on the way. Three knobbers. It, it three wouldn't knobbers. feel like, you know, three li- little teams oh. along the way. And it wouldn't feel like a cup, but we'd like to get to the fourth round. We could get to the fourth round by beating, I don't know, Rochdale. Oxford City. Oxford City and Cheltenham or something. Might not be all, what? it's not all, the grass isn't always green on the other side is what I'm saying, Charles. What you, you don't so you're going playoffs? Win the playoffs? No, I'm not saying, I'm just weighing up the argument to why say. Why the playoffs so I'm, much, Danny? I love the playoffs. But Get why? You start calling you Danny why? Oh, I just love it. <laughs> I like the drama. I like still. I like the extended season. The midweek. Right. I, the I, I, I like the playoffs the when we're not in There's them. no lights in the summer, Danny. Oh, what planet are you well, on? <laughs> come on. That's a lovely, lovely, lovely old job. Lights. The floodlights is what I meant. Yeah, I know that, but they don't turn on. Like, it's, summer. it's the big game atmospheres as well. Like, it's, it's great. I love it. Okay. Okay. Oh, there we go. Interesting and Enjoyed controversial that. there, brothers. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm probably would just about steer to the other one, but if you're saying a guaranteed automatic promotion spot, that could mean sneaking into third. Good FA Cup for it win to the fourth round could mean sneaking through a couple of you know a couple of rounds. It doesn't necessarily mean a, a big win. If that if that includes like a win against Chelsea or something, then yeah, of course. But aren't you then going to remember if you get in the playoffs and win at Wembley? more than that season. Oh, I don't know, because if you storm the league... Yeah, but then... that's what I'm saying. It's saying guaranteed automatic spot. Like, we talk, like when we talk about our memories of the Cobblers, we think Wembley, we think 97, we think John Frayne. We don't... Portsmouth or... away. Grimsby away. Orient Grimsby away. away. When we got, when we got automatic... Yeah, but that... Yeah. yeah. I remember Talkie. that one. Talkie away. <laughs> Talkie away. Yes, Danny. It's because there have been more of them. <laughs> It's not Keep right curling the empty rounds. Keep curling the empty stadium. Poor Keith. Oh, His only dear. promotion and it was behind closed doors. And just bringing the arguments to the table. Yeah, I would probably I like just it. about edge the second version. But uh, I've got another Come couple on. in the bag. Mm. One from Unbagged. Phil Kirby. Mm. On, Phil. Uh, would, on, Phil. Well, Phil actually writes, would he rather be forced to sing every sentence or dance to every sentence he hears? I presume that's for you. <laughs> I presume that's aimed at me. Yeah. Forced to sing every sentence or uh, dance to every sentence. Oh. 
Bear in I... mind, whichever one you choose, Neil, you've got to do for the remainder of the pod, which is about mm. 10 minutes. I'll do it next week. <laughs> for the whole pod? Oh, crikey. The whole pod next week. <laughs> uh, I think I would rather be forced to sing every sentence. Okay. Yeah, I think basis. I agree with Neil. And I can't dance and I can't sing, but singing feels like the least energetic. I, I agree. It's the easier got, one of the two, I think. You've I got more control. You. You've got more control over that one as well, right? Because you don't have to say anything. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. can yodel me goats in. Good point. Great point. <laughs> <laughs> Wowzers. Wowzers. Uh, I've, got, I've got one more as well. <laughs> okay. Everywhere. Last one. One more that's coming from uh, on the Twitter from Anthony Maguire. Uh, will nice. there ever be a boy who can swim as fast as a shark? <laughs> Michael Phelps did this. No, Michael Phelps did this. So Michael Phelps did the a Not challenge a boy, though. He's a man. where he did this. Yes, I know, but it, he <laughs> didn't do it, which means it's impossible because I watched it. It was really cool. So basically he like swam at the speed and then he was miles behind the shark. So was he, he actually Michael being Phelps? chased by a shark? Obviously not, Charles. Well, I mean, he, he might, might, he he might have swam quicker he as he was. Faster, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think that there was the conditions were right for him. <laughs> I, I'm going to say no, unless unless humans suddenly start to kind of grow gills and fins, I don't see it being physically possible. Was it? So was the question swim? Swim faster yeah. than a shark? Yeah. 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 Did Usain Bolt ever run faster than a cheetah? Did that ever get done? Is it a cheetah that's the fastest land? I don't know because animal? I don't ever test it yeah. with the animal. Let me have a look. They really don't. They just take a top cheetah. speed and, and yeah. Go and oh get yes. The on the starting line, get Usain Bolt. Let him go. Yeah, they should do it. The, the, do the it on grand... a greyhound track. Yeah, you know they have like the closing ceremony of the Olympics. Yeah, just have that every year. Just when, just when like Usain Bolt is at his most knackered. <laughs> so I've got clarification for you. Okay. Uh, Sarah, a cheetah residing in Cincinnati Zoo, is undoubtedly Sarah. the fastest of all land mammals. On June the 20th, 2012, she ran 100 meters in 5.95 seconds with <laughs> a top speed of 61 miles an hour. That's nearly four seconds faster than Bolt's 100 world record. Wow. More than double its top speed. So there's a an answer there. But I do have to say, sheep are pretty quick when they're escaping. <laughs> I mean, doesn't that, doesn't that show? Animal. Doesn't that prove mine and Neil's point that if you actually put something you've got to run away from, you will. You're going to run faster. If yeah, I'm just I mean, being told to run, like to run, I'm not going to run that fast. If I'm being chased by someone with a knife, I'm running fast. Yeah, it's a it's a known it's a known thing. Like when, extra... when I'm running a marathon or whatever, a race, fight or flight. If I think, uh, you know, I, mentally, I'll, I'll 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 worry about the person that's behind me trying to catch me. And that makes me run faster because I don't want to get overtaken. No, exactly. so, I'll be running to the closest sweet shop, to, to be honest, then. Charles. <laughs> oh, do you think, Danny? Oh, Danny's pulling yeah. it back to cobbler's relatedness. Well, because you, you're more worried about the people behind you than you are. I do like that. Do you think it'll work? Or do you what? think you get well, the jitters? We've got till May to find out. <laughs> Isn't it just? That's the, uh, the post bag's empty. empty. Lovely Gone. stuff. That Thank was a you, fantastic Neil. post bag. Yeah. Thank you, people. It was. If you've got anything that you want to ask us or or give us a point of view or anything like that, then send it to podcast at cobblers2me.com or find us on Twitter at cobblers2me and uh, send us a tweet. Um, mm. Yeah, why not? Um, before we go, Danny, NTFC Hi. women were in action 
this weekend on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. and they progressed to the semi-finals of the Northamptonshire FA Women's Cup. Yes, they did. Lovely, um, lovely old seven-nil win. Seven-nil. Oh, seven away to Thrapston Town. Thrappers seven-nil and uh, some very good goals because Jade Bell on the goal scoring sheet again. Thirty again. seconds it took her. Fab signing. 30 yeah. seconds, incredible. 30 seconds, she got two. Uh, one was an own goal. Beth Ar- Artemu with one. Kim Farrow with two. And, of course, Abby Ooh. Bruin with a goal. Yes! Abby Bruin, get in. Love it. With the rounding off the scoring, 7-0. Easy. Easy. Easy peasy. Easy. Um, I think I saw that the uh, devs team, the development squad, were also in the same competition. Yes. But their game was postponed, I believe. Now, is yeah, there a way that we're going to basically be a, an all Northampton Town women final in Could this be. competition? Could be. Wouldn't that that be would good? be fantastic. Mm. Play that at six fields. It's basically an inter squad friendly with a cup on the on the line. Mm. Who would Love win? That. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I mean, you'd imagine well, some that of them... the first team should win. Yeah, but the thing is, you don't know. This is like the FA Cup. You know, mm. anything can happen. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a bit like, a, you know, a football manager, Danny. Well, Chesie as well. You, you'll know this, but, you know. I you... don't. I've never. <laughs> I don't understand it. Oh, I'm enough. sorry. I just don't understand it. Well, at, the start of the, at the start of the season, you, you get asked, don't you, if you want to play an inter-squad friendly. Oh, yes. So, like, yeah, the yeah. first team against the reserves. And, like, so you can try and work out what it is. And every time I've ever done it, Danny, I've always lost to the reserves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Uh, you know when, like, the reserves at the Cobblers were, was quite a thing? Yeah, we used to go to reserve yeah. game every like every Tuesday. Raven Van Dillman. Raven Dillman. I was convinced a lot of times that the reserves could win if they played because it was it was great. Did we play Arsenal. We did play Arsenal. Yeah, at one yeah. point. Tony yeah. Adams. His, Tony Adams hand. rocked up, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. I think Lee Dixon played. Him. Winterburn maybe played. I don't think Dixon yeah. did. I think Winterburn might have done. Well, yeah, that felt time. Um, oh. Cobblers women play mm. Lincoln City next week. Oh. Who are second now. in the league? Oh, okay. Is mm. that the team that we played at Six Fields? Because there's two Lincolns, isn't there? This is the the ones we beat in the plate. Yeah. It is. The plate yeah. ones. Plate. Plate it. So, yeah, that's that, that was the Six Fields game, wasn't it? Mm. Better plate than never. Brilliant. Mm. Love that. Love that. Uh, where's that? Is that at Lincoln, then, I presume? Uh, somewhere? Yes. It will be in Lincoln yes, somewhere, yes. At, yeah, because it was at Six Somewhere Wales in Lincoln. <coughs> good. Oh, no, it's at home good, to Lincoln. Good. Sorry. Oh, was it at home, home to Lincoln? Because yes, oh, that was in the plate, so it doesn't necessarily mean that it's... Oh, of course, yes, yeah. I know, yes. Okay. <laughs> home to Lincoln, half hole, get down there. Come on. Brilliant. Two o'clock, Sunday, be there or don't. Be that's square. It. That's be it, yeah. Sherry be Blair, there or be square. Um, okay, well, that's it for this week. Thank you very much for joining me, guys. It was a pleasure, as always. Lovely to have all four of us on. Always, always nice and fun. Up always next, a bit chaotic when the four of us are here. Indeed, but fun, in a fun way. We love the chaos. Absolutely. Up next from us, like the playoffs. we'll be a chat with our friends at Mansfield Matters uh, for the preview show. Looking forward to that one, Danny. It's always good to get oh, it was fun. Yeah. Craig on. It'll be, it'll be a blast. Um, that will be out later in the week. Uh, thank you for listening. Goodbye. the cup there's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages the cobblers are going through into division one bring them on because we deserve it 
Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.